at james.crid.land and in your favourite podcast app. I'm James Cridland, the radio futurologist. This week, live radio is lazy radio. There's nothing more enjoyable than doing live radio. There's the adrenaline of knowing that what you're saying is going straight into your listeners' ears. No filter, no second chances. If you fluff a little, you've just got to plough on regardless. And there's a thrill, if you can do it, of off-air monitoring in your headphones, the effect of the Optimod in your voice, particularly the crackle and distortion of AM. After the microphone processor and the transmission chain, you sound awesome. Live radio is almost like Russian roulette. You're never quite sure whether the caller is going to drop an F-bomb or whether you're going to get the next segue just right or whether the sports journos have slipped in Everton player Gilfie Sigurdsson for a laugh. It's all seat-of-the-pants stuff. A fluff here, a mispressed button there, a presenter break that could have been better if you'd had another go. It's all just fine. It's live radio. And as we're told, live radio is what makes radio great. Except... Do you truly believe that every time you open your mouth and talk, you get everything perfect, every single time? Or could you benefit from a little post-production? If you could have made that segue astonishingly good by pre-recording it and properly beat-matching the songs, for example, why didn't you? Would that dull interview with the man from the council have been made slightly better if you'd pre-recorded it first and edited out his ums and his errs and that crappy question you asked that didn't really go anywhere? Was your show enhanced with you saying, and the travel's next, just so that you could hit the vocals? Or could you have just slid the song back two seconds in play out? And why is it that the daily, for example, sounds so much better than your morning news programme? Is it because it's post-produced to make it sound great? Why are you content to give your listener second best? Because radio is all about being real and relevant to your audience. So, of course, I'm not encouraging you to voice track shows more than 12 hours in advance. How can you know what will happen or be able to judge the mood? And to be clear, I'm wanting you to be in the studio while your show is on, because I do want you to be able to be live if you need to be. But I'm also encouraging you to think about how much really needs to be live. If you had to justify every live element you wanted to do... What reasons would you give? Listeners have so many choices these days. A slickly pre-produced programme or podcast will always sound better than leaving it up to luck. And of course, if you pre-record segments, you can do other things with them on other platforms, where live and linear is even less relevant than it is now. Practising, pre-recording, editing, polishing and preparing great audio obviously takes time. It's tempting just to do it all live. But as I hope I've demonstrated, live radio is lazy radio. At least it can be. Does your audience deserve better? You can get my weekly newsletter at james.crid.land and daily podcast news at podnews.net. And until next time, keep listening.